Apocalypse Rock Chapter 40 Sweetland's Fire Every step Doug took down the stairs felt like another turn loosening a clamp from his head. He had to look down at his every single footstep to make sure he didn't topple over and land back in the pub head first. When he was sure that he got to the ground floor, Doug looked up. There, across the room, leaning against the bar alone and gulping from a glass of beer, was all seven foot five of Constable Sweetland. His massive leather-gloved hand made the pint glass it held look the size of a baby's first cup. His red Mounties uniform was buttoned tightly around his thick torso, its red fabric slashed and stained all over. Spots of dark and sticky blood splattered his grey-skinned face. The previously packed pub was now almost completely clear of people. The few remaining stragglers were slowly backing out the main door, into the rainy night. Sweetling glared at them, using the threat of eye contact to push them outside. Sitting on the bar, next to Sweetland, was a long wooden-handled axe, the kind you use to split tree rounds. Its sharp, heavy metal head was covered in blood. His other gloved hand was lightly cupped over the axe handle's throat, fingertips stroking it gingerly. An orange light flickered through the windows. Another... Sweetland slammed the empty glass down on the bar. Chaz, who as it turned out was cowering at the far end of the bar, quickly pulled a frothing pint of optimistic lumberjack double IPA and set it in front of Sweetland, who then drank the cloudy fluid down, his gullet sending out grotesquely cartoonish gulping sounds with each contraction. Sweetland got halfway through his pint, then paused. A deep and wet belch came up from his gut and then crackled into a laugh that echoed through the empty pub. Doug stood at the stairs, grasping the banister for support. He took a deep breath and then wobbled toward the main door. The weight on his legs was gone, the pressure on his head lifted, but those had been replaced by tunnel vision and a severe lack of coordination of his limbs. The Mountie swayed at the bar, mumbling to himself. A grimace spread across his grey face, black eyes burning into the middle distance. He twisted around toward Doug and barked. Mr. Shasta, license and registration, please. Doug came to a lurching halt. His entire body was now an awkward and limp marionette. His limbs jangled round as he turned to look at Sweetland. The constable's grimace widened when he saw Doug's pathetically uncoordinated flailing. Where are you going, little Mr. Shasta? Get your pills. Need some sleepy time. He cackled. Some of the beer frothed out the side of his mouth and drooled down his chin. At that, Doug's bladder loosened. Piss ran down inside his jeans, most of it draining into his left boot. Sweetland looked down at the dark stain spreading around Doug's crotch and exploded in laughter. Tsk, tsk. Going to bed without diapers again, are we, Mr. Shasta? Sweetland's caressing of the axe became more excited. Where did you take, where did you take July? Doug stammered. His leg had already gone cold from the urine. 
Sweetland belched again. Oh, the old bag has joined her dog friends in the forest. Up the mountain, some hidden trails. I knew she was a bitch, but I didn't know that she could speak dog, too. Sweetland abruptly let out a scream, as if in great pain. He raised the bloody axe into the air over his head. He brought it down with two hands, putting all the weight of his back into the swing, cracking open the finely polished wood of the bar, splinters flying all around him, the axe splitting bar lengthwise right down the grain. Sweetland lowered his head and moaned. You know, that's where they all are. Out there. The dogs. Children. The monsters. They surrounded me. But I had them. Sweetland wrenched the axe head out of the ruined bar and pointed it toward the main door. Go and see for yourself, Mr. Shasta. See my work. The execution of my civic duty. With great effort, Doug swiveled his gangly limbs and waddled out the door. He staggered out into the crowd gathered under the pub's deep eaves. Doug could see Baron Gust one side. Brandy was further down the other, standing with shining wind. The smell of gasoline and burning flesh filled the air, like a barbecue at a gas station. Everyone was staring silently out into the parking lot, their faces bathed in hot orange light. Doug's tunnel vision eased as he pushed through the crowd. Parked in the middle of the lot, Sweetland's police truck was engulfed in a giant ball of flame. All the doors were open. Heaped inside were dozens of dog corpses, sizzling in the accelerating blaze. A hind leg fell out of the truck and hit the asphalt with a plopping sound, spitting out little blue sparks of hot fat. The crowd watched the spectacle, the only sound was the burning. Sweetland's screams came over the roar of the flames. Not words, no sense, just agony. Please rate and review this story wherever you found it and share it with any friends who you think might like it. Thanks for listening.